Shalom to all. Today's Afas Ksubas Daf Bey is the very first Afas Masachas Ksubas, and today's Afas sponsor Lili Nishmas, Maris Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Moshe, her Nishamah should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yontef Ben Rabasher Anshul, his Nishamah should have an Aliyah. And just like we're starting this Masachah together, we should be Zachar to finish it together, and of course, all of Shas together. And the Mishnah says, Basula Nisul Yamaravi, Valmana Liamachamishi, a Basula, a virgin, a woman who's never been with a man before, she's to get married on Wednesday, and Almana, a widow, is supposed to get married on Thursday. And why is Basula supposed to get married on Wednesday? Shabbamayim Bashabas, because twice a week, the Bati Dinim, they would sit and they would convene in the cities, that's on Monday and on Thursday. And if this fellow had Tainus Basulam, he would get up early and go to Bezdin. If during the wedding night he suspects that she isn't a Basula, the Chacham want him to come to Bezdin ASAP to notify them. Now you might ask, who cares if she isn't a Basula? So what? So, among other things, we need to suspect that she was Mazana after she got engaged, and that would make her usher to her husband. So now that he has the ability to go to Bezdin the next day, he's going to do so while he's still upset about it. That's going to cause quite a stir in the town. Aiden might come forth with testimony regarding her, and then we're going to be able to determine whether or not she's also to her husband. So that's why they need to get married on Wednesday, so if there's an issue, bright and early Thursday morning, he could go to Bezdin. Now the Gemara tells us, Amrav Yosef, Amrav Yehuda, Amr Shmuel. Rav Yosef said in the name of Shmuel, Why is it they say that Basul is supposed to get married on Wednesday? That's because we learned, Let's say the time came and they didn't get married. She gets to eat from his food and she eats truma. Now a standard back then that Kedushin would take place and the wedding wouldn't happen until 12 months later. That gave her time to prepare what she needed for the wedding. If she was in Almana, it was 30 days. So what this Mishra is teaching is that if that time came, they didn't get married, so he has a chiv to feed his wife. We know that once they get married, he has a chiv to feed her, he has a chiv to pay for her food, and if he's a kind, she's allowed to eat truma. So just because they didn't get married, that's not a reason why she should lose out on his food. But Yachal, one might think, that if the time came for them to get married on Sunday, and they didn't get married, so then he would have to pay for her food. That's what we taught, a basula gets married on Wednesday. And if the time came for them to get married on Sunday, he does not have to pay for her food until that upcoming Wednesday. The Chum said he's got to get married on Wednesday. Just because that official time came on Sunday, that doesn't mean that he has to pay for her food now from Sunday. He only has to pay for her food from Wednesday. But now Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef himself said, Rabbi Yosef was the one that just told us this halacha, quoting Shmuel his Rebbe. And now Rabbi Yosef is very surprised at this halacha that he just said. Marut Avram, which is an expression of surprise. Tali Tanya Bedoloi Tanya. We're supporting something that was taught onto something that wasn't taught. The Gemara asks, what does that mean? Hey Tanya Vehei Tanya. Does that mean to say that our mission was taught? and this mission that we just quoted wasn't taught, Hatanya and Hatanya, both of them were taught. Our mission was taught and that other mission was taught as well. So Gemara says, no, this is what Rabbi Yosef meant. Elotali Tanya de Mefarish Taima, Tanya Deloi Mefarish Taima. We're supporting our mission that has the reason written in it on a different mission that doesn't have the reason written in it. Our mission teaches a why and that mission only teaches a what. So how can the reason for our mission's halacha be from that mission? In other words, our mission taught that they get married on Wednesday so that he could go to bed the next day. That's a reason why to get married on Wednesday. But that mission simply taught that if they don't get married, he has to support her, but doesn't explain why. So why do we take our Mishnah that has a reason for it and then use a different Mishnah that doesn't have a reason for it as support for it? So Rabbi Yosef said, Eli Yitmar, Hachi Yitmar, this is really what was stated. Why is it they said that a Basula has to get married on Wednesday? If her husband had Tanis Basulam, he thought that perhaps she wasn't a Basula, he would get up early and go to Bezin, and then he'd be able to sort it out as soon as possible. And that is the reason in our Mishnah as well. They were asked, hold on, if her whole reason is that we want him to be able to go to Bezin right away, so if they they should be able to get married on Sunday as well. If he has Tanis Basulam, he can get up early and go to Bezdin. Why does he have to get married on Wednesday so that if he has Tanis Basulam, he could go to Bezdin on Thursday? He can get married on Sunday as well and then go to Bezdin on Monday because we said the Bezdin sits on Monday and on Thursday. So the answer is the Chacham, they were conscientious, they were careful to make a Takana for the benefit of the Bnei Yisrael, for the daughters of Yisrael, for Yiddish that their husbands should be working for three days for the Suda. Echad Bashabas, 
Shabbos, Lashlish Shabbos. They're going to be working on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday to get the Suda ready. And therefore, Bavir Kainzai, they would get married on Wednesday. Now, now that we learn this concept of Shaktu, that we have to spend three days preparing the Suda, that which we learned, that if the time came for them to get married and they didn't get married, she gets to eat from his food and she gets to eat Shuma if he's a Kain. So he gives Mamechim Shabbos that time came on Sunday. Since he's not able to marry her, so then he doesn't have to pay for her food. This is really all that we said before. It's just that Shmuel is speaking it out. So that was all memory that Rabbi Yosef was quoting the name of Shmuel. But now Rabbi Yosef picks up on his own and he says, Therefore, if he got sick or if she got sick, or she became Menido so they can't be together, he doesn't have to pay for her food either. Now, some ask this as a question and they don't take it for granted like Rabbi Yosef just did. Let's say this fellow got sick. What's the halacha? Does he have to pay for her food if he didn't marry her because he's sick? Over there, the reason why he doesn't have to pay for her food is because he's an Oynes. The Chum said that he has to get married on Wednesday and not on Sunday, so he doesn't have to pay for food on Sunday to Wednesday. So over here, when he gets sick, he's also an Oynes. Over there, the only reason why he's an Oynes and he can't get married is because the Chum said he can't get married, and that's why he doesn't have to pay for her food. Over here, has nothing to do with it. Over here, he got sick. That has nothing to do with the Rabbanon, so he would have to pay for her food. If you want to say that when he gets sick, he does have to pay for her food until the wedding happens, let's say she got sick. What's the halacha? He allowed to tell her, I'm ready over here. I want to get married. You're the one that's sick. It's your fault, so I'm not going to pay for your food. Adelmar, perhaps, she's able to tell him, his field got flooded. This is just an expression which basically means, tough luck, buddy. I'm really sorry that I'm sick, but it's your tough luck. You have to pay me because the takasacham is that if we don't get married by the specific date, you would have to pay for my food. And if you want to say that she is able to tell him that his field got flooded, meaning it's your tough luck, you have to pay for my food. Here's Anida Mahu. What about if she became Anida? Now they're unable to get married because they can't live together wedding night if she's Anida. What's Allah in that scenario? So Bishas Vesta Lightibailacha. If it's at the time of her vest, meaning it's the regular time that she's supposed to be having her period, that we don't have any questions about. Based on Bezan Tab she's definitely not able to tell him that your field got flooded. It's obviously not tough luck on him. This is a normal time that she was expecting her period, so it really is her fault. Kiti Bailacha, what's the whole question? Shlebishas Vesta. She got her period in an abnormal time. My what's the halacha? Kim the Lobishas Vesta have since this is not a normal time for her to see blood, she's able to tell him it's your tough luck. Or perhaps since there are women that their periods will change and they'll have it at random times, that's considered like it is Shazvest, and therefore she's not able to tell him this. So here we have this big question, all these different scenarios, why they didn't get married, would he still have to pay for her food or not? So Pasha Ravachai, Ravachai explained it from the following Mishnah. The Mishnah says, he gives if time came and they didn't get married, she gets to eat from his food and she gets to eat it doesn't say that he didn't marry her. The word nasu without a yud is mashma that he didn't marry her. And that would imply that it's his fault that they didn't get married. So it doesn't say nasu. It says which means they didn't get married. So what's the case over here that Mish is talking about? If she was holding back, if she was preventing the marriage, she says, you want to know what? I don't want to get married yet. I want to go on vacation first. I'm still not ready. Give me another week or two. So that's obviously her holding back the marriage. Why would she be allowed to eat from him and why would she be allowed to eat truma? It's obvious that the Mishnah would not allow her to eat his food. It must be that we're talking about a case where there was an Inus, like in one of the cases that we mentioned previously. He got sick, she got sick, something like that. Viktani, nonetheless, the Mishnah taught that she gets to eat his food and she gets to eat truma. So we see from here that unless it's a case where she's actively and consciously preventing the marriage, the husband would always have to pay for her food if the time came for them to get married and they didn't get married. If he got sick or if she got sick or there's some sort of other Inus, the husband would still have to pay for her food. That's what Rabbi learns from this Mishnah. Now, Amravashi Ravashi argues, and he says it's not necessarily Raya. 
really tell you that if there was an Ines, then she does not get to have food and he does not have to pay for her food. And the only time you would have to pay for her food is to become Akvi in who? If they, meaning the husbands, meaning if one of these husbands would be preventing the marriage, only then he would have to pay for her food. And who the And really, the Mishnah should have said without that extra yud in there. As we said, if it doesn't have a yud, it's mashma that it's the husband's fault. So really, the Mishnah should have said it without the yud. It should have said nasu. However, since the ratio of the Mishnah was talking about her, the ratio of the Mishnah talks about how Basula gets 12 months to prepare for a wedding and Almana gets 30 days to prepare for a wedding. So Tananami Seifa, but did he, the Seifa also said a word that included her as well. As we said, the word Nisu with a Yud implies both of them together. But really, the Allah and the Seifa is teaching us that only if he's the one that's stopping the wedding, he's consciously stopping the wedding for whatever reason, so then he would have to pay for her food. But if it's an onus of some sorts, he would not have to pay for her food. So you conclude the Sukkah over here that both of Ashi and Rabbi Yosef agree that if there's an onus of some sorts, he does not have to pay for her food. And so Rabbi that holds that he would always have to pay for her food unless she's the one that's preventing the wedding. And Amorava, he tells us, When it comes to a get, this is not so. We see from here that Rava holds that there's no such thing as a taina oines by getin. We just said that by marriage, at least according to Rav Ashi and Rav Yasef, there is a taina of oines. If because of some oines, he didn't marry her by the date he was supposed to marry her, he doesn't have to pay for her food. He does have this taina of oines. He could say, I was an oines. What was I supposed to do about it? It seems to be that Rav is holding over here that ain't oines by getin. He gave her a get and he says, this is your get if I don't come back by a certain time. And he didn't come back by that certain time. But the reason why he didn't come back is because he was an oines. Nonetheless, Rav says, we don't have a taina oines by getin and it's a valid get. Now the Gemara just asked Manala the Rav how does Rav know that? Elim, if you want to say Maha did not from the following Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us, a fellow gives his wife a get and he says, this is your get, if I don't come back after 12 months, and he dies within 12 months, so he's obviously not going to come back because he's dead. So ain't a get. That's not considered a get. And what can we infer from here? That's only if he dies, it's not considered a get. But if he gets sick and that's why he didn't come back, it's considered a valid get. So we see from here, even though he was an oinus, he got sick and that's why he didn't come back, it's still considered a valid get. So the Gemara says it's not necessarily right. Perhaps we could even say that if he got sick and that's why he didn't come back after 12 months, it's not considered a valid get. And that Mishnah itself is teaching us that there is no get meaning if he died within 12 months, we can't have the get bichal after he died. And that's what the Mishnah is telling us. The Gemara says, no, that can't be because the ratio that Mishnah already taught us that what did the ratio of that Mishnah teach us? Let's say he tells her, this is my get if you die. This is your get if I die from the sickness. This is your get after death. When he gave her this get, he used one of these lashinas. He said one of these statements. It's not valid at all. This is not a get at all. So we already learned from the ratio of the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, you're right. The ratio of that Mishnah is teaching us. But we still can't learn from the Sefer of the Mishnah that ain't oinus begitin. Why is that? Because Dilma fukum Rabbi Seinu. Perhaps that Sefer of the Mishnah is just teaching us that we're not holding like Rabbi Seinu. And who's Rabbi Seinu? The time you have a brayso. Rabbi Seinu he tiruli nasei. Our Rabbanon allowed her to get remarried. And that Sefer of the Mishnah, when he had made it tonight, this is your get if I don't come back after twelve months. And then he died. According to these Rabbi Seinu, she is allowed to get married, meaning it is considered a valid get. According to these Rabbi Seinu, and that's why our Mishnah specifically picked that case to say that we don't hold like those Rabbi Seinu. And Ramin, we ask man Rabbi Seinu, who's Rabbi Seinu? He answers It's the bezin that allows us to use oil from Avdevaidazara. Now, what's the reason for Rabbi Seinu saying that this get is valid even though he died in the interim? He says, This 
on the date written in the star, that proves that we can use it retroactively. In other words, he holds that the date written in the star shows that really he wanted the star to be active and the star to be working retroactively from the date that it was written. So even though the wording he used was, this is going to be your get if I do not come back after 12 months, implying that the get is only chal after 12 months. However, according to Rabbi Yesi, and now we know also Rabbi Senu, since there's a date written in the star, and obviously the date written in the star is going to be the date that it was written, that implies that he wants to get to be chal retroactively from the date that it was written. But either which way, we don't have a raya for Rava from these two parts of the Mishnah that we just quoted, that ain't oinus begetten. So Mar says, you're right, Valami Sefer, we learned from all the way to say for that Mishnah. Let's say the person gave his wife a get, and he said, may achshav, this get should be chal from now, if I don't come back in between now and 12 months, and he died within 12 months, haraz a get, it's a valid get. What do we learn from here? Mace, if he dies, it's a valid get, and that would be even if he's sick and he didn't come back after 12 months because he was sick, it would still be a valid get. So we see from here, ain't oinus begetten. The greatest oinus of all time is dying, and even though he died within the 12 months, we still say it's a valid get. And we can't say, oh, it's not a valid get, he died and that was just a big oinus. No, even though an oinus happened, it's still a valid get. The Gemara says, it's not a raya, Dilma mace, dafka, maybe only dafka if he dies, do we say that it's a valid get? Why is that? That's because the husband doesn't want her to fall to the yavam. But if he didn't come back because he was sick or because of some other oinus, maybe the get is not valid. So the Gemara attempts to find another source for Rava. Elamiha is from the following, there was a fellow that told other people, if I don't come back from now till 30 days, meaning if I don't come back by the end of 30 days, we have a gita, this should be a valid get for my wife. Also besides Tlasen Yemen, he came back before the end of 30 days. But the river crossing was stopping him, meaning he was on one side of the river, he just had to cross over the river, and that's considered being back. He wasn't able to get across the river. The ferry wasn't working that day, or they were in the middle of building the bridge, or they were fixing the bridge, and he just simply couldn't get across the river. Amalahu, he told everyone standing on the other side of the river, took out his bullhorn, and he said, See, I'm here. Hello, guys, I'm back. He's jumping up and down, waving his hands, showing everyone that he's back. Amr Shmuel Shmuel says, That's not considered coming back, and the get is valid. That's considered like he fulfilled his condition, and he didn't come back at the end of 30 days, so it's a valid get. Now, that's a pretty clear case of an oinus. He's there, he's just not able to cross the river because the bridge isn't working or the ferry's not working. So we see, ain't oins in begitten. The Gemara says it's also not a raya. Perhaps when we're talking about an oinus, which is fairly common, that's totally different. He should have made a tenai, Veloy Asanye didn't make a tenai regarding that. It's his fault. He knows that it's fairly common that the ferry's not going to work or they're going to be fixing the bridge or that the flight might be canceled or that he's going to get stuck in crazy traffic. And he should have made a very clear stipulation if I don't come back after 30 days, but not because of one of these common einsim. And from the fact that he didn't make that stipulation, that's why we say it's a valid get. But if it's a case of an extreme einus, which is not something he could have thought about, perhaps we would say that yesh einus begitten and that the get would not be chal. So Gemara finally tells us, Rava doesn't have a source in a brass or a mishnah for what he said. It's just his own svara. What's the svara? Mishum tsnuas, mishum prutzais. Because of women that are tsnuas and women that are prutzais. Mishum tsnuas, what does that mean, mishum tsnuas? The Amr Leila have a get. If you want to say that yesh einus begitten and therefore it's not a valid get if the guy doesn't come back because of an einus, perhaps it might be a situation where he's not an einus and he dafka didn't come back because he wants to divorce his wife. The sovereign, the einus, but she thinks that he really was an einus. She's going to agon herself and she's going to sit there and not get married because she's going to be convincing herself it was an einus, he didn't come back because of an einus, but in truth, he really didn't come back on purpose and he wants her to be divorced. And if you're prutzais, what's the case of prutzais? Di amrit loyla havagita, if you want to say that yesh einus begetten and therefore it's not going to be a valid get, zim to einus, perhaps it's going to be a situation where it is an einus. The amra, but she's going to say, loy einus, no, he's not an einus, the oslo mitzabah, and then she's going to get up and go get married to somebody else. When it's a get bottle, it's going to turn out that this get is totally bottle, ubanam mamzerim, and all of her children from this new husband are being mamzerim. So because of the svara Rava says, ain't einus begetten, and if he doesn't come back at the end of 12 months, I don't care if it wasn't einus, if it wasn't an einus, this get is going to be chal. Ask the Gemara, hold on one second. 
Do we really have something that midaraisa? It's not a valid get at all. Midaraisa, it's an oynes, which means midaraisa, the get would not be valid. And just because we have this svar of tsnuis and prutzais, we're going to allow an ishes ish to marry somebody else. This woman, midaraisa, is an ishes ish. How can we allow her to marry someone else if midaraisa, her get, is not valid? So Gemara says, in, there's not a problem. Call the Makadish Adati Rabban Makadish. Anytime a person's Makadish, a woman, he does it al das the Rabbanan. He says, Kidas Mashavi Yisrael when he gives her money. And therefore, Bafkin Rabbanan Kidushimine, the Rabbanan are able to take his Kidushin away from him. They're able to say that that money that you gave her as Kidushin really retroactively wasn't valid Kidushin, and therefore it's not considered like you guys were married anyway. Now, that makes sense if he was Makadish her with money. That's because we say Hefker Bezin Hefker, and Bezin is able to say that money that you gave her, really that's our money. Really, we're able to say that that money that you gave her wasn't Kidushin. Because Rabbi Michael Amemar, if he was Makadish her by being Bail her, what are we able to say in that situation? We answer, it's still no problem. That Bia that he had with her that was Kidushin, they're able to say that that Bia was not Kidushin, is really just a Bia Znos, and therefore it's not considered like you were married in the first place, and therefore this get doesn't mean anything either, because really it's like you weren't married in the first place. Now we're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with the exact opposite discussion. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.